This is Headline to Table, the show where we take a historical event or current event, pop culture, celebrity gossip, whatever, turn it into a one-off D&D campaign. I'm here with Dungeon Master West. Hi, Christopher. Hi, how's it going? It's good. Okay, so our vast legion of fans have clamored for some kind of historical battle. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh a famous battle to reenact on this show, and I'm finally giving them exactly what they want. It's about fucking time. Well, you and I have talked about this off mic, so there's less of a reveal here, but uh, approached you with the idea of doing the American Civil War battle of the Monitor versus the Merrimack, mm. which I think is not... I remember reading about it in school. I don't. You don't? But yeah. I, I didn't pay a whole lot of attention. Okay. So it, it's noteworthy because it's the first ever naval battle involving two ironclad warships. Mm-hmm. And after this, the news spread far and wide of these ironclad ships. Navies around the world changed their strategies. They started building ironclad warships. What's funny about it is that the, just that they were shitty. Yeah, <laughs> they're very early in the uh, evolution of naval battles, right. and yeah, they were super slow, and they would just like kind of pass each other, miss most of the time, and right, that was about it. It was a, they encountered one another. There was a three war battle, I think, where they just kind of lumbered around, <laughs> plunking each other, and then both retreated. Yeah, so there wasn't even a victor in this <laughs> battle. Well, it's funny because both sides thought they won. Yeah, I was reading up on it, and one of them, uh, I think the North ship, uh, like, kind of, like, fled into the shore because they'd taken some damage, but they weren't done, and the South thought they had, like, surrendered, so they left and started attacking another, like, wooden ship, and the North thought they retreated, so both of them, (laughs) like, like, heralded as a win for their, for their, uh, for their side, but it's they both lost. So, yeah. So, I think this is both interesting historically, but also kind of funny. So, tell me what you have in store for our pawns based on this event. Give me just a little... Con- like, they're going to hear it all, but just sure. a little a little behind the curtain about what's going on here. Yeah. So, what I did is they... It's a dwarven civilization, and they have just kind of broken into naval technology. They have decided to put their... 20-year civil war at rest for a truce while they raise up their naval forces and um, try and prepare both sides. Though the truce is very, very weak, and there's a lot of skepticism on both sides. So basically, this is like, there's there's a dwarf civil war happening, and the pawns are going to be on either side of it. Yes, the dwarfs are either going to be on the northern hammers or the southern axis. Mm. And they will be um, meeting together at a neutral position to to kind of like a feast of celebration before a simulated war games. A little bit of craziness is going to happen out of their control 
and these war games are going to become very real. So they, they're not going to know this, but there's going to be no escaping that they are going to fight each other. Yeah. And, so, and that's where the reenactment will I might, happen. I might put them on the rails a little bit if they try and get out of it, where I bring like NPCs and people to force the issue, but... They're going to be on opposing ships. Uh, if, uh, you know, if one decides to abandon ship while they're out there and fl- run to the other one, then maybe I'll allow that. But the battle is happening. Okay. And you've made, you've got ships, you've got ship mechanics. Are these, mm-hmm. how closely are these ship mechanics to standard D&D ship mechanics? Uh, pretty, pretty spot on. I okay. used it from the book. There's a couple home homebrew rules in there, but... Uh, you know, we got the we got the ships. They have the whole um, instead of sailing components, they have like a coal engine. Okay, and you know they have oars as a backup, and you know they have their cannons and their ram, and each part of their ship has hit points and armor class to be able to hit them, and you can you can dismantle certain parts of their ship, or you can just sink them by destroying the hull. Um, they have grappling hooks if they want to try and board them and pull them on, and okay. in that case, we'll prepare for a little, uh, for a little, a little melee combat. Little melee, yeah. What have you told them for their characters? So what I've told them is that they are all going to be level four dwarfs. I told them that they have a military or naval background. Okay. So I told them that so they. Sh- should plan accordingly. Um, they can either be a fighter, monk, barbarian, ranger, or rogue are the five classes I allowed them to be. So you're not going to see like a wizard in top of the crow's nest casting <laughs> fireballs down at the yeah. other, the yeah. other ship. I wanted to keep it, you know. It's the naval battle. Yeah. And, you know, if one of them wants to go and start firing bow and arrow or bow and arrow or crossbow or... Okay. One of them wants to try and sneak onto the other ship and assassinate someone. Then you know I'll, I'll roll with it, but uh, um, I'm going to try and keep it naval combat. Cool. Uh, is there anything else we want to cover here? Our pawns will be Jordan and Parker, so we yeah. know they work well together. They were also the on the defeated side of the sword fight at the OK Corral. Mm-hmm. So they've never been. They've they've only ever worked together. Yeah. And I think usually Jordan is taking a leadership role, so uh-huh. I'm excited to see him hopefully lose. Yeah. I'm on I'm Team Parker. I have no influence. <laughs> I'm Team Parker. I want Jordan to lose. Yeah. Uh, what are the names of the ships? It's going to be the Southern Bearded Lady versus the Northern Iron Codpiece. Mmm. Sounds hot. Strikes fear <laughs> into your hearts. Kind of an interesting uh, addition. Um, I'm going to have it as Dwarven Tradition. That even though they command all aspects of the ship, they're not actually the commander. They're the second in command. And due to Dorvan tradition, their old drunken patriarch is actually the captain, <laughs> stumbling the the halls of the ship, sh- shouting orders that don't make sense. So, you know, watch out for them. Okay, interesting. Well, I can't wait to meet those gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, is that about it? Should we bring the pawns in and hear what they've got? Let's bring him in. Let's do it. Well, 
Welcome back to Headline to Table. We have our disgusting pawns just coming to the table around us. Jordan, to my right, let's start with you. Tell us a little bit about yourself, how uh, long you played D&D, and tell us a little bit about your character today. So, I'm Jordan. You've heard me since uh, episode one. Yeah, I've been playing for quite a while. The character that I have today is Fogel or Fogel, depending on the pronunciation. How do you pronounce it? Just depends. Okay. What does it depend on? Depends on the situation. How about a situation where you're telling us how to say your character's <laughs> name? Sometimes I just forget how to pronounce it, and we're just going to go from there. Foggle. All right. All right. All right. So it's Foggle Heavyback. Mm. So Foggle Heavyback is a hill dwarf. He is a monk. Um, so he's been trained in more hand-to-hand combat. Um, some weapon proficiency, because he is a Kinesai monk. He's a quartermaster. His dad's a quartermaster, his aunt was a quartermaster, his wife is a quartermaster, and his grandfather and grandfather before him. He likes being in the rear with the gear. Mm-hmm. But he knows that there's times that he needs to go on missions, but he's he's more about making sure everyone is equipped well. Alright, <clears throat> so to the left of me we got uh, Park Nasty, Park Daddy, Park Daddy Kane. What's good, yo? Yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself, how long you played D&D, and uh, tell us about that uh, juicy character you whipped up. Yeah, so uh, a good six, seven months into D&D, this will be my fourth episode of Headline the Table. Oh. Uh, and today I prepared for you uh, Lieutenant Dane Dankill. Born of a long history of mighty dwarven warriors, Dane Dankill has been bred to fight and to die. The centuries have provided many a conflict for the Dan Killmen to test their brawn, and each one has claimed the life of one of Dane's forefathers. Now, after seeing his fair share of battle, he has wounds to prove it, and while he has lost both of his legs in the heat of a mighty battle, Dane still has his life. A growing sense of horror that he will disgrace his family and die an old man in his bed, Dane has become increasingly ravenous for the one last honor that escapes him. To die on the field of battle, fulfilling his destiny... And bringing honor to the Dan Kill name. Nice. So he's he's got no legs. So how does he get around? Uh, there they were at one point horses' legs, so they're just like <laughs> horse bones. And looks, so he's got little clippy clops on the end of him. Nice. So knee down, he's uh, yeah. Are they functional though? Like he walks around. Yeah, he can walk. Um, not insanely agile. Okay. No, no, no. Yeah. Okay. But his uh, superior upper body strength makes up for it. Yeah, he's thick up top. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. So, uh, t- uh, what level is he? What's his, uh, what class? Yeah, so he's a level four mountain dwarf fighter. Sounds good. All right, I'll give you a little bit of backstory here. After a 20-year civil war within the dwarven nation of Kerdeth, a timid truce has arisen. Too many dwarves have been lost on both sides, and as the creatures that threaten the island nation have become more hostile, a truce was believed to be best at this time. The two sides, the northern hammers and the southern axes, have agreed to a war game style simulation within their newly founded naval divisions. Sea combat is new to both sides, but was deemed necessary with the amount of hostile monsters and enemy threats coming from the sea in the past few years. You both are second in command of your ships, though you are the voice of command to your men and handle orders in these simulations. Due to dwarven customs, both your captains, who are the patriarchs of your clan, 
old drunken dwarves who hold this title as a tradition and leave the work to you if their tempers and consumption doesn't get in the way. It is seen as a tradition that the lieutenant's job is to navigate the obstacles of an obsolete, old, withering captain. Both sides have met at the Ruby Hall, a neutral location for a night of feasts and games before tomorrow's war simulations. Tensions are high on both sides, and both are short on trust, while both captains are even shorter on their tempers. Pre-war games feast has begun. Give me a first, give me a, Parker, give me your guy's name again. Dane Dankill. Dane Dankill. Jordan, your guys? Fogel, heavy back. During the feast at the Ruby Hall, in order to break the ice, a competition of hatchet toss has been established. And both of you being the lieutenants of your respective sides have been goaded into competing against each other. I will start you there, both with hatchet in hand, ready to prove your honor. You guys are in this large hall, bunch of feasts, drinking competitions, arm wrestling, feats of strength, and hatchet throws are going on. Dame Dankill, you will be representing the southern axes in the hatchet toss. Fogel Heavyback, you will be representing the northern hammers in the hatchet toss. So the way this goes is you will be making three throws, just your ranged uh, attack. 12 to 16 is one point. 17 to 18 is 3 points. 19 and above is 5 points. I look over and uh, I'm like, Who who sharpens your hatchets? They look like shit. We saved the sharp ones for real battle in none of this games. Everything's real battle. Everything's real battle and scary when they're like you. I am scary. I'm a quartermaster. All my gear is good. Doesn't that mean you're like a chef? <laughs> no, that's the cook. I'm the quartermaster. Yeah, but who gives him the beans? The quartermaster's aid. <laughs> so both both you have a small, uh, like, you know, eight people behind you cheering you on, both talking shit to the other side. We'll start with you, Dane Dankill of the Southern Axis. Throw your first hatchet. I wanna, so I stroll up, and uh, I do a couple, like, a mock throw, like, about to go, and I feel like I'm not balanced right. So I reach over, and I grab a mug of ale, so I feel like I'm more even. Mm-hmm. And then I big over him. All right, throw it up. Let it. 13. 13, plus, plus that is one point. Fogel heavy back. Your turn. I, I'm really good with throwing, so I just do one simple motion. I don't do anything beforehand, and... Plus six, so I rolled a 15. 15, you also get one point. Next throw is to you, Dane. I'm going to let this one fly, not looking, while I'm drinking. All right, then you're going to be disadvantaged. Oh, I know. All right. We'll see. Disadvantage. So 13 again. 13 again? Three. So that's one. So you throw it again, not looking, chugging your ale and kind of staring at Fogel as it throws and kind of hits the same mark as you did before. All right, Fogel, your turn. Um, so I grab Your men cheer and Let out cheers as you do this But they kind of like tone it down After they see where you hit Wasn't a bullseye So so I twirl it around a little bit as I grab it And I hit it with an underhand Okay um, So an 11 So you miss, it kind of hits on the outskirts of the target And you barely miss Getting <laughs> zero points So I pound the rest of my beer And I take my hatchet and I lop off my uh, 
broken leg, but it, it pops out pretty easily. And instead of throwing the hatchet, I have this like cloven little hoof. Okay. And I go ahead, I just huck it down there. I'm going to say you have a minus, not disadvantage, but minus two. Okay. Because it's not something you typically would throw. Well, it's something typically I would throw. But it, it may not stick in. Okay, fair enough, fair deal. enough. That's an 18. 18, so 16, so that's one more That's one more point. So All I right. just normally, and I'm like, I look over and I'm confused. I'm like, the one... Because <laughs> you're hopping around on One-legged one. dwarf? What? <laughs> <laughs> so then I just chuck one normal. We're going to go with another 15. 15. It's one point. Um, a small dwarven child comes up and raises the blue, fl- uh, raises the red flag for the southern game, Dane, and calls it three to two. That's the end. Thanks for coming. Guys. Yeah, <laughs> this has been a great episode of Headline to Table. Someone go get my leg and we can get out of here. The men kind of cheer, and there's a little bit of it. it actually, you can see that it's built a little bit of uh, cohesion between them. All the shit talking back and forth. A few of them kind of go over and slap each other on the backs, as they've been uh, battling against each other in this gruesome civil war for so long. They, you know, this they do remember times when they were together. And I, I go up to Dane, and I uh, extend my hand. Then I give him a, a big old hug, and I lean into him because I only have one leg. <laughs> And I prop up, and I was like, that that leg throw, that was crazy. Yeah. Be a good boy and go get me your leg back. I'm not getting your leg back. You can hop down. You can call one of your other boys. I'm going to go get ale. All right, so you uh, kind of uh, scamper off to go get uh, go get an ale. Do you uh, hop back to get your foot or send somebody to retrieve it for you? Uh, I, y- I yell at my crowd and just say, someone go get me my foot. Uh, one of the one of the uh, lessers, one of the uh, lesser in commands, kind of uh, runs down there and pulls it out of the target and brings it over to you. He goes, "Do you need help putting it back together?" And I don't respond. I just snatch it out of his uh, hand and I kind of strap it back into my my knee socket. There we go. An All action right. I'm very well versed in. <laughs> so um, now it's just it's the feast is well underway. Uh, Fogel, your captain of the north, uh, Captain Benrick, is very drunk, and he's over on his end of the table, loudly talking shit about the captain of the south, about how they fought together years ago, and he's a coward. Uh, Dane Dankill, your captain of the south, Dargon, is drunk and also talking similar shit about the captain of the north. And uh, what would you guys like to do in this uh, festive environment? I take. I, is there like a big like ham or something in front of? Oh me? yeah, the dwarven feast got ham. So I grab like a big like ham bone thing that's on my plate, and um, I look over at my captain, and I'm like, "Prove that you can catch this. Catch this with your mouth." And I throw a ham bone at him. All right, make a uh, throw. Ooh, that's a seventeen. Seventeen. So it gets to his mouth. I'm gonna roll him a. Uh, <laughs> A uh, athletic, a uh, dexterity check. Seventeen. He catches it. Ha! Grabs it right out of the air. Yeah. And I like toss the ale. I was like, ah! Yeah, a loud cheer erupts as uh, as uh, as the drunken uh, captain stands up and takes a bow. Still the ham hanging out of his mouth with ale and drool, kind of running down it. He's like, I've still got it. 
Dane, what are you doing in the festivities? Oh, I'm amongst the, the common men, and we're drinking. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so uh, you do notice a... Uh, both of you notice that there's a drinking contest going on at the table that just ended. Would any of you like to partake? Aye. Aye. So... Both of you show up to the drinking table again, and uh, a few men in the back are like, Oh, they're at it again! The lieutenants! So the way this works is you guys are going to be taking shots of dwarven spirits, and you are going to roll three constitution checks, and the average of that is the winner. I grabbed the first one that we do for the shot, and I... Pushed up towards you is like cheers, bringing the sides together. And I, I cheers him back, and I throw my. We'll first say shot. a constitution check for each five. So what? After your pluses, tell me your numbers. Ten. Thirteen. All right, go again. Eighteen. Twenty-three. Twenty. Seventeen. Okay, so Dane has won the drinking contest as he's able to finish them faster, and. Uh, you you uh, start to uh, you start to feel pretty lightheaded, and you're not able to power through the last two in time to beat him. Though it was a quick match, and uh, and the both your uh, sides of men cheer and uproarious laughter, and um, you see they it looks as if they were drinking, trying to drink along with you guys, and everyone is shit faced drunk now. All right, so at this time, you hear a large banging on the table. Come to the table, everyone, north and south. Do you guys follow? Yep. Yep. You guys uh, take a seat next to your captains, both on far ends of the table. Dargon, the captain of the south, stands up and he goes, It is an honor to be here. Although we fought for years, I know this will make the dwarven nation even more powerful. And as he starts to continue, you hear a loud snoring. As the whole table turns and looks towards Captain Benrick of the North, who is loudly snoring on the other end of the table. Uh, Captain Dargon sees this, dishonored and full of shame, walks over with his ale and drops it on Benrek's face. Benrek jumps up in a fit of anger and punches the closest person to him, being this captain, bloodying his nose. And for the next few minutes, you see these two old, drunken, dried-up captains just wrestling around on the ground, both getting punches until both of them, exhausted, roll off of each other and both ask for you to help them to their feet as neither of them can stand. Alright, so I pick up uh, my captain, and I look at him like, Why did you fall asleep? He goes, I wasn't. I just wanted to know how boring his shit sounded. We're trying to make amends and be a strong dwarven nation. Go, There's no amends. These animals, they bring, they come here to this truth under false pretenses. As soon as we trust them, they'll stab us in the back. You I see? grab him and push his head into the table. Okay. So, as you do that, uh, five dwarves come up behind you and grab you. Like, he serves no more purpose other than just getting drunk and not making amends. We need to be strong, and he... So you do know that this is a dwarven tradition 
that there is almost always a drunken captain who serves little to no good. And it's the lieutenant's job to succeed. And I, I look back and I was like, of him. letting it, a drunken dwarf who, who is instrumental in allowing so many dwarves to die. That is not something I want to deal with. All right, make a persuasion check. Twelve. So they kind of like cut, brush off you and the captain, you want to continue holding him down? or? I want to grab him back up and I was like, you need to represent us better. And many dwarves will die if you don't try to be better. Yo, silence! I'm still captain. I will not be second-guessed. See what the South has done? They've turned you against me. Dargon! Tomorrow's games. We draw blood for real. And he storms out of the hall. And he beckons for the troops to uh, follow. Do you follow? Yeah, I guess so. I look over at uh, the South... And I'm just... I shake my head. Dane, your captain, Dargon, shouts out, You'll try to hit us, but you couldn't hit dirt with your own piss. We'll see you in the ocean. We'll be smiling down at you as you sink to the bottom of the sea. And he calls his men to follow him out of the hall. Do you uh, do you follow? Yep, I follow. And I'm getting my weapons ready. Checking mm-hmm. my long sword. So you see, both sides are kind of like sizing each other up, both looking at them. Um, some of your men come up to you, Fogel, uh, and be like, "You are right. We believe you, but he is captain. I have to." F-. He's like, "We follow your orders, but we cannot disobey the captain." Well, at this point, what we need to do is we need to make sure our gear is ready. Everyone, before we go to bed, we need to sharpen our axes, make sure our bowstrings are taut, and make sure <laughs> that our armor fits well. <laughs> Them taut brought bowstrings. I want that armor taut too. Yeah. <laughs> Twang, am I right? <laughs> Going on all that good, good. And um, make sure the turkeys are cooked. <laughs> so you retire, and st- you're. Uh, your uh, troops start preparing for the, for the, used to be war games, but appears to be now real battle ahead of you in the morning. You both f- leave the neutral location of the Ruby Hall, both sailing out to your islands to prepare for the war games, or in this, or in this occasion now, battle. So, the northern ship called the Iron Codpiece <laughs> is a, is a uh, slightly, slightly larger, slightly more powerful. It's a little slower. The southern bearded lady is a more quick, slightly less armamented ship. To dwarves, don't we just call those ladies? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, the way this works is... Um, your ship's combat is... You, I gave you each a card with your ship's uh, um, attributes there. The way it works is your ship has a speed, and you see that bit of string there? Each one of those pieces of tape represents 10 feet. You can move you know, anywhere between 50 to 60 feet per round. Um, so you can kind of move that to get an idea for how you're going to move. Mm-hmm. You both have cannons with certain ranges. You can't be too... You, 
you, your cannon doesn't work if you're side by side with them, but they have to be over a certain amount of distance away to be able to hit them with a cannon. And then they'll say like 20 or 30s to 80, that's normal firing range. Anything past that, you are disadvantaged, but you can still try and attack with a max amount of distance of 125. The way uh, combat will work with this is um, you have your hull of your ship, which has its own armor class and hit points. If your hull goes to zero hit points, the ship is sunk. It goes down. You also have your engines, which have armor class and hit points. They're your coal-powered engines. If they are disabled, you have to go to your backup, which are your oars that are at a slower rate of speed. Your oars also have their own armor <clears throat> class and hit points. So you can kind of call your shots to where you want to hit. Uh, you have your cannon, same thing, armor class hit points. Has your own has your damage there that you do. It'll say like plus four or five, whatever it is to hit. And then it'll have your damage and then your range. You have a ram, which also has armor class and hit points. And um, you can also hit them with the ram. Uh, you also have a grappling hook which you can use um, uh, within, I'll say, grappling hook's range is 40 feet. Did I put a range on your guys' card for grappling hook? No, but I can't. Yeah, just put in 40 feet. That's the max range for grappling hook. The way it works is uh, you have... So you're going to roll for initiative. Your actions are to fire. If you are firing, you cannot turn your ship. You can continue in the straight line you're on, but you cannot turn. So that could be your... So you would move... Anywhere from zero up to your ship speed in one direction and fire. Or you can use your action to maneuver, in which case you can't fire, but you can turn and move however you'd like. Clarification on the movements. Yeah. So each section is 10, or just the blue is indicated 10? So is it the 10, blue, 20? The blue would be 10. So, so that first 10, blue would 20, be 10. 20, 30, 40. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Like that. And right. then if it's. I think there's a, maybe a couple things that are like 25 or 55. You can just guess them yeah, in the middle. Yeah. Each of you have a small contingent of uh, you, your captain who is on the ship, drunkenly stumbling around the deck or in his quarter shouting out random things. And you also have six uh, able-bodied men, dwarves, to help you. You each have six able-bodied dwarves to help <laughs> you uh, maneuver and fire and use the oars if need be. All right, y'all ready? Yep. Yeah. And you can so. What's our initiative roll? So, the bearded lady is a plus two to initiative. The iron cod police is a plus one. Sixteen. Six. I want to uh, tell everybody who's listening to this that this map and this combat scenario is fucking awesome. All right. Dane, how would you like to proceed? So, first things first, in classic uh, Dane Danikil fashion, I'm going to make my way on top of the ship. I know it doesn't have sails, but I assume there's a flagpole of sorts yeah, that, yeah. I can, the, that I can climb. The blue one? Yep. So I'm going to climb on top Okay. Uh, and yell at them to come get me, um, but also <laughs> give orders. <laughs> um, I'm stuck! <laughs> make an athletics check to uh, climb up the... Uh... That's a 24. All right, you're able to use your superior upper body strength to just kind of hoist yourself up. All right. Legs only hold you back. How do you command your ship? You have 
movement based on your speed there. Yep. So I'm going to engage engines ahead full and move uh, the full 60 straight this way, which is one, two, three, four, five, six. So I'll go right there. So, uh, Fogel. So in my fashion, what I do is I'm certainly on deck, and I look at my um, my second mate right mm-hmm. below me, and I'm like, you need to grab the captain and lock him in his room because he's going to stumble about and be a nuisance. Okay. Make a, make a persuasion at advantage. That's a 17. He goes, agreed. And he goes off. And I whip out my penny whistle, and I go... Combat initiated. <laughs> Full speed ahead. As these two uh, forces are coming from the northwest and the southeast from opposite islands, they have just slowly started in their newly uh, newly crafted dwarven vessel, slowly lumbering towards each other from opposite ends of the map. Dane, your turn. Uh, I'm going to again engage full and move the full 60. Fogel, your turn. Um, I you am... see the enemy craft approaching from beyond the palm tree island in front of you. And I yell at my crew, We're going to load cannon, and we're going to move full 50 feet straight and take a shot. It's, it's extra long. I'm going to say disadvantage minus one. So first one is a... 18 plus 5. Let's see what the disadvantage one is. That one's a that one's a 7 to hit. So, no. You see a cannon shot go flying maybe about 10 feet over your head up on the crow's nest shouting orders. As the uh, as the northern uh, as the no- northern iron cod piece launches a shot above the top. You blew your load, you fool. <laughs> All right. Dane, uh, Dane, in the south, it is your turn. I'm going to advance just a mere uh, 20, and then I'm going to... What's the action it takes to rotate the boat? Uh, maneuver? Yep. Um, you can just use it, and you can maneuver a full 360, yep. but you can't fire. Okay. I want to advance that 30, mm-hmm. and then rotate 90 degrees. Okay. Kind of Just kind of right in between those two... So... Dane in the south has sandwiched himself between two small islands and turned himself into uh, into a lateral position, showing his broadside to the uh, enemy ship. All right, Fogel of the North, it is your turn. Unless Dane, you had anything else? I want to instruct uh, two of my men mm-hmm. to leap out of the boat and climb on the small island uh, off my bow. Uh, onto the same one. Okay, that one. And for right. them to take cover and bring grappling hooks with them. Okay. All right. Um, make a perception check, Fogel. That's a 10. Okay. All right. You see their ship has turned sideways within these two islands. At this point, the players decide, with scheming tactics developing, to open separate text threads with Dungeon Master West so that they can designate certain strategies privately. Fogel Heavyback of the Iron Codpiece sends a secret search party to a shipwreck, where they uncover some treasure and a longsword. Dane Dankill of the Bearded Lady sends men to a nearby island, where they uncover nothing.
Uh, where are we? Fogel, in the iron cod piece. Your turn. I'm gonna see if I can. I wanna go as close as I can to this island right here while still staying like head. I'm gonna see if I can get within the 80 feet to not be disadvantaged. So, and I want to take a shot at them. That is a 20 to hit, and I'm going for engines. It, it's a hit, but I'm gonna say you have minus two if you're going for a specific place except the hole. If you just if you fire and don't tell me where you're hitting the hole, just like the bulk of the ship. Mm-hmm. If you want to pick something, it's a minus two. Are you tracking HP? Yeah. yeah. So should we just up the everyone's ACs by two for non-hole then? Um, because that would just make it easier. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Okay. Just um, yeah. up the armor class on your engines, oars, cannons, and ram up to twenty-two damage to the engines. Dane, your turn. I'm going to uh, let loose all my cannons, and I'm aiming for... To say no, each one of you guys have like one rusty cannon on each of your ships. It is not a beautiful, like, There's tink, no tink. master and commander. Spanish Armada type thing. No, it is, it is just like one castle defense cannon that has been, <laughs> that has been loaded up on this, on this uh, metal like, barge. Like a potato gun. Okay, yeah. got it. It's a uh, 17 to hit. That is a hit. That is a hit. That'd be 13. 13. 13 damage to the hull. So you take you take a shot right in the right in the bottom center of your ship. All right. Um, I am gonna just stay here and I'm gonna shoot another round. That is an eight. You to miss. Hit. Goes goes flying into the water, splashing to the right of your ship. And I look at my crew members. And I'm like. You know, we're supposed to be good at keeping gear usable. Don't make sure that cannon has oil in it. This rusty piece of shite. All right, Dane, you hear some <laughs> off in the off in the distance, but you can't make out the words. What would you like to do? I can uh, I can fire and then move in the same round, right? In a straight line. So your Forward, forwards are backwards. Forwards or backwards, yeah. But you can't... If you go forward, you would hit that island yeah. and become shipwrecked. So I'm going to... Donner party. <laughs> Donner party. <laughs> so, uh, I'm going to fire away again. All right. Again for the hole. Mm-hmm. That's a 10 to hit. That would be a miss. Okay. So your, uh, your rusty cannonball goes flying into the water. And I'm going to reverse my ship. Engine's full rear. Mm-hmm. And just duck slightly behind this island. Okay. Just south of where I was sitting. Actually, I don't see a compass rose. I'm going to say that south. Yeah, you're, you're, you're south, you're north. I was going to put a compass rose on this. I've been putting compass roses on my maps lately, and this is the only one who would actually be helpful to have. And I didn't do you want it. me to draw one real quick? Ah, it, it's fine. Okay. You got it. You're north, oh. he's south. All right. So I see him move. And what I want to do is I want to just reposition my ship in this direction. And I believe at this point I'll probably be... Well, let me just test it. Uh, start with the other side of your string. That makes more sense. Yeah, start with the short end. Yeah, you're also going to have an extra minus two because you have to shoot through that palm tree. Nice. Because you're direct line of sight with that palm tree. All right, I'm going to take another shot. Uh, you can't because you, you can only maneuver... 
I didn't move. You maneuvered like that. Like maneuvering. No, because I thought it was... Okay. So you can shoot, but you can only... You can shoot and move, but only straight forward and straight back. Okay. To be able to maneuver and turn yourself is its own action. Okay. Well, it's then a, I'll just use move then. It's called strafing, you noob. <laughs> Oil that cannon! Prepare that ball! Dana the bearded lady. Dana the bearded lady. That's a eight to hit. You miss. Okay. The two ships haplessly lumber around one another as their cannon shots miss. And miss. And miss. The lieutenants continue to try to gain private advantages via texts with Dungeon Master West. The cannon fire seems like it can't get any more useless until... This is naval battle enthralling everyone else. I'm going to shoot at your engines again. Crit fail. All right, rolled again. That is a eight. <clears throat> um, as it comes out, it actually the the cannon kind of falters and leans over, and your hull takes five damage. Okay, great. Dane of the Southern Bearded Ladies, Fogel of the North has been making a overarching loop around the battlefield, while while Dane of the South in the Bearded Lady. Can you put that tape thing back on? It's kind of falling off. That one that's falling off there. Oh. Um, has been kind of circulating, trying to use these uh, islands as a uh, barrier. I'm going to make a perception check because him not firing his sandwich in these islands has given me some uh, heebie-jeebies. Okay, so that'll be your turn, though. That'll be fine. You can move forward or backwards if you want, but no firing. That's fine. I'll do a perception check. No, kind of like a seagull kind of like goes over your head and kind of distracts you and you don't really notice. You don't really see anything weird. Okay. Um, I can't maneuver? No. Okay. All right, Dane of the South. I'm going to use... So I can rotate and move in the same turn. I just can't rotate and fire, correct? Yes. Okay. So I'm going to rotate, uh, again, like 45 degrees so I can make it out between those two islands. Mm-hmm. Um, and then begin steaming... West. Alright, um, at this point I want to turn my ship and like this and point it directly. I'm gonna turn my ship so my bow is right at the bearded lady. Mm-hmm. And um I'm going to I'm gonna just wait for a second. Okay. I'm gonna wait. I uh I asked my first mate to check to see if the captain is still locked away and is drunkenly... He is. They said we think he's asleep. We haven't heard from him in quite some time. All right. Dane of the South. Okay. I'm going to take a shot. It's in 18 plus 4, so 22 it looks to like, hit. looks like you're within range. What are you attacking? I'm going to aim for his engines. Okay. So roll your damage. So that's uh, 12 damage to the engines. And then I'm going to reverse backwards. What kind of damage can the engines take? The engines have roughly 50 hit points. Okay. So their ships differ slightly. All right, so you reverse back. All right, Fogel of the North. Yep, I want to take a shot, and I want to um, hit the engines once again. Try it again. 
24 to hit. Boom. It's a turn. What are you hitting? Engines. Go for it. Dude, he's using your dice against you, man. All right. So we're looking at seven. We're looking at seventeen plus two, so nineteen damage to engines. So you have forty-one damage on your engines. Your engines are starting to smoke up a little bit. Amidst the ceaseless barrage of cannon fire on the bearded lady's engines, two secret plots are about to overlap. The bearded lady had sent a contingent of dwarves to board the iron codpiece from a nearby island. And unbeknownst to them, the codpiece had also sent dwarves near the very same island. Alright, so roll a uh, d20, plus whatever it is. It's a 7. Alright, so, Jordan, you see, um, how many? Dane, how many? Uh, so there's two. So you see two grappling hooks come flying from that southern island and they miss your vessel and crash into the water and get pulled up. Your three men that you equipped with your with uh, with stuff show up on that island at the same time his <laughs> men are on that island. So you sent three? Yeah, there? I sent And you three have two men. on the island? Yeah. So what we're going to do is... And then I got the, I got the one dude back. on there. We're going to the... do this risk style. You take 2d6s, you take 3d6s. Do I get an extra thing for my extra item? Um, yeah, one of yours has a plus one, since he has a plus one longsword that you found in the sunken ship. <laughs> Wes, technically you said it was a log sword. That was my joke. Log side. <laughs> no, Alright, so let me remember. So with risk, so... Um, so, should we? High, high takes away a person. You have two against his six, against his three. So if you rolled a six and two fives, and you rolled three sixes, two sixes, two sixes, it would be one and. And then one. I get a plus one on it too. Yeah, on one of yours. Okay. All right, go ahead. So. Four and two. So. It's your lead guy who's got... So each of you lose one. All right, so... So your guy got a seven and a two, and you got a four and a two. So so you're down to one guy. You're down to two men. Okay. All right, roll again. Well, I'll just get rid of the one that got the one. So I still have the plus one longsword guy. Right. Yeah. Two. So he, he kills your, gra- your, your Navy SEALs on the shore. You have two men's on the shore, one of them have died. Okay. So you've lost two men. And I've lost one. And you've lost one. Alright. It is now... I think it's my turn. Yeah. Yeah. Fogo of the North. Alright, I'm gonna take another shot at his engines from here. Okay. Your engines have been disabled. So you are down to ore speed. And your ores... You have your own separate speed move, down there for I'm gonna horse. move just. Uh, I'm gonna move a bit closer right here, um, and then I, uh, I trying to get my dudes back to the shore. So, uh, Mike Jordan, Dane, I want you to make a perception check. How is ore speed uh, affected by people being dead on the ship? Um, 
Um, I'll say it's a dwarven automated ore system. (laughs) So it just takes one guy to hit the lever. That is an 18 plus 3, so 21. Okay. So you are... You still up in the crow's nest up top? Yes, I am. So you hear muttering down below. Mutiny. We're gonna die. Mutiny. And you hear the rumblings of mutiny below you as the men start forming around the crow's nest that you're that you're on top of. Um, you can make a persuasion and performance check to try and rally your troops, or you can take another route if you'd like. I'm going to hop down from the crow's nest, mm-hmm. and I'm going to approach the loudest, most vocal whisper of mutiny, mm-hmm. and I'm going to halberd him in the nuts. Okay. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I exchanged my weapons. I'm going to pike him in the nuts. All right. Roll an advantage, because he doesn't... He's surprised. Yeah. A pike <laughs> in the nuts will do that. That's a 13... Oh, no. 15 to hit. You hit? 10? It's 14. 14? You visibly see your pike remove his genitalia as he falls to the ground screaming and holding his dick. <sighs> Bleeding out, almost dead, but still alive. I want to uh, grab the fallen genitalia. <laughs> uh-huh. Look around at his fellow would-be mutineers and say, With me, boys! <laughs> or, and then I'm going to squeeze. <laughs> and pop it. All right, make a intimidation and performance check. I guess everyone knows the art of squeezing nuts is performance. Yeah. Well, just like the way you're, it's it's it is a performance. So that's a crit fail on my intimidation. All right, so roll it again. See how. Oh no. Okay, so it's not good, but uh, all right, roll your performance. That's a eleven. Okay. Nope, I take that back. That's only an eight. So, um, another guy comes at you and draws, uh, draws a scimitar from his scabbard and charges you. So, roll, roll initiative. Jordan, before they attack, he goes first. It's your turn. I'm peering, or I'm going to make sure that my ship is, like, within ramming distance. Mm-hmm. Like, I believe I'm within ramming distance. Mm-hmm. And, um... Can I make a perception check to see if there's anything going on? I had two dudes that I saw shoot some crap at me, and still the ship hasn't moved. So maybe like you're looking around on the other islands, maybe? Other islands, anything. Okay. Nope, that's a two. You don't notice anything. I I look over and I'm like... You can't fire, but you can still move. I want to ram. I'm going to say you have to wait till next turn because you have to give like instructions to ram and all that stuff and you used it to make your I look around and I'm like pull in the oars we are ramming sharpen the sticks but we don't want to kill them just subdue them because they're our brothers Dane your turn he attacks you 12 plus 3 15 15 16 alright your turn I'm going to pike him back that's a 24 to hit. 20, that's a hit. He's dead. You stab him right through the face. He's just kind of like a entry-level dwarf sailor. Um, make another intimidation check. Unless you'd like to persuade them nicely. It's a 13. Your crew begrudgingly goes back to their battle stations. But you see a mm. lot of them are still kind of like 
keeping an eye out on you. Wait, so is the are those all from the six, right? Mm-hmm. So two died on the island. One died on the ship. So he's got him, the captain, and two other men. And the guy with the genitals gone is alive? Well, what type so of no, life no. are we talking here? So two, two from the, two from the island, are dead. one from the ship, yeah. and then one genital guy. So I guess two and a half guys. Uh, but he's still, he's uh, walking around and stuff now. Um, no, he's okay. just kind of like okay. S- okay. screaming just, from the ground. Okay. He has just enough men to operate his vessel okay. with so, very few to spare. So right now the southern army is being led by a man with no legs, a man with no <laughs> testicles, a drunkard, and someone who's probably terrified. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right, you can uh, take normal naval action next turn. I'm going to ram. We're ramming. All right, ramming speed. Ramming speed, so I go... Okay, go ahead. All right, what do I do? Roll. It has its own attack. Okay. All right, ram. I am ramming. You hit. Roll your damage. Um, You're right up against him unless you choose to move back. Would I be able to throw some hooks or something? Next turn. Okay. Or Dane of the South. Sorry, your the, turn. Uh, the men and the guy with no testicles of the bearded lady are going to throw grappling hooks Okay. Uh, at the uh, iron cod piece. So your uh, men pull, uh, make a attack? Grappling hook attack? Nine? Nope, you miss. All right. Would you like to move it all? They're Forward staying back. Black. All right. I assume that I have some sort of, like, megaphone or something like that. No. <laughs> Why would you like, assume some, you like, shout, some, like, shouter thing. <laughs> do we have, like, since this is naval, do we have, like, dwarven Morse code or something? Or some no, sort of, like, flag or something? Just, yeah, yeah, you got some flags you can do. You can spend your... So I send up a flag being, and it says, and I try to be persuasive with my flags that I send up, and it says... No need to go any further. We are doing naval combat for... You have been defeated. No more dwarf lives should be lost. That's very intricate. Um, I'm going to say you put up the flag for surrender. Like, I don't want to surrender at all. No, no, you like asking them to surrender. Okay, yes. Being like, like, like surrender or die. It's just like a naval thing, so you have rammed them. They threw grappling hooks. You sent in, up your the engines signal. are cooked, and you're down men. Well, I don't know about the people that's been mutinying on your ship, but <laughs> you don't know about the people he slaughtered on the <laughs> on the on the hull of the ship. I'm going to uh, the men of the bearded lady are getting going to throw grappling hooks. Okay, they want to bring this fight in close. Do it. That's a nat twenty. Ooh. Ooh. So you're able to grappling hook them and. The the precision of your grappling hook, you're able to turn their ship while turning yours, putting you squarely in line with them, and you're able to jump on this round and have, um, and you're able to board this this round as well. Yes. So I'm gonna say it goes like this: the two the two ships, one's engines have been defeated, the other has taken some damage to the hull and engines as well, are side to side. In a boarding party, as Dane and his few surviving men of the South have uh, have have boarded them, Fogel, roll a perception check. Six. Your ship gets turned around, but you don't notice that they jumped onto your ship. How? What do you want to do with your action? 
You can't attack him. Well, can I throw grappling hooks? Yeah, throw grappling hooks. Yeah. Eleven. You miss. Your grappling hooks kind of go over the top and hit the water. Are any of you guys texting me? Because I'm not receiving texts. I just want to make sure I'm not no. missing anything. Okay, cool. So, so I have five men with me, including, and then myself. So you have two men and the captain with you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Two and a half. Two and a half, yeah. He's wounded, but able to able to fight now that he's patched up. But he's very close to death. All right. You get uh you get to you get to attack this round, and then after this we will roll initiative. Okay. Uh, so I'm on the ship. What do I see as far as uh, you're there? Um, um, you see you see Fogel at the top of the ship, like with his arms pointed. And he's like grappling hooks now, and you see the grappling hooks go fly over, and they miss your boat. And a couple of uh, the people that are, like, shoveling coal into the engines and, like, maneuvering it and readying the cannon kind of turn around like, oh, fuck. And they look at you guys. I want to find the most, like, unsuspecting person who'd be least equipped to, like, react to my attack. And I want to charge them. Make a perception check. Is that 15? Yeah. You you find uh, some guy, he's shoveling coal and his back is turned to you. Yep. I want to run up and then... Pike him in the back. All right, roll for roll with advantage. Didn't see you coming. Thirteen. Thirteen plus six, so nineteen to hit. That's a hit. That man is dead. I will Got roll him. for your for your other guys. Miss. Captain hits. That guy hits as well. So they engage combat with two other guys, but don't don't kill them. They just do a little bit of damage to them. All right, roll initiative. 16. 11. So you get your wits back back about you after being swung around, Fogel, and you notice that the southern scum have jumped onto your ship. One of your men is down, and the other two are in combat. So I only have four dudes left. You have you and four dudes and the captain locked down, down below. Um... So what I do is I, uh, um, I just, uh, I'm like, they're boarded the ship! <laughs> Attack! Okay. And then I jump down and start swinging on the closest dude to me. Um, say the closest dude to you is just one of his, I'll say the guy with, so one to two, it's that guy. It's the guy with his dick cut off. So I, like, look down, I'm like, what in the fuck happened? And then, so, yeah, I go in with my uh, rapier and take a swing at him. Okay. That is a... That's a hit. He's got armor class of uh, 13. Okay. So we're going to do eight damage. He's dead. Uh, is there anybody close enough to me that I can do an unarmed attack? Um, you can still use your movement and attack somebody else with an unarmed attack. I'm going to move and then use my unarmed attack on somebody. Just doom! You can uh, reach their captain, the old captain. <clears throat> I'm going to reach the old captain, and seeing that, I'm going to use a key point and do my Fury of Blows. Okay, so you get two, two unarmed attacks. All right, roll the hit. Crit 20. Boom. All right, so that is... Two. So I'm doing 2d4 <laughs> plus four. So three plus two, so, so I do nine. ten damage. Or excuse me, nine damage. All right, your next attack. And then I go ahead and take another uh, swing with him with my foot. That is a 24 to hit. 16 damage in all. Mm-hmm. All right. 
He falls to the ground prone, but is not dead yet. But he looks beat up. And then, do my dudes attack you? Um, yeah, your dudes attack. Dudes come up. Um, dude closest to you after you killed that one comes up and swings at you. What's your armor class? 16. He misses. Second one attacks you again. Runs up on you. He hits with a 17. Alright, so they do some damage to you and damage another one of the people. And you see you see the ship's captain, uh, Fogel, come down, cutting one of your men down, and then just start punching and kicking the shit out of your captain as he, like, falls to the <laughs> ground. <laughs> so, Fogel, is Fogel, if I was to charge to Fogel, there's the two men who get opportunity attacks on me, correct? Yeah. I'm going to still charge towards Fogel. Okay. So, I'll take... One's a hit, one's a miss. You take five damage. So you're up to 12 damage on you. All right. You take a, take a swing at him. And I'm, uh, I'm going to try and pike, pike him. him. All right, go for it. Do I get an advantage because he's uh, kicking a drunk man on the ground? Nah. <laughs> I have to ask these things. So my AC right now, you have to meet his aid is 18. And the reason is because his uh, Monk of the Kinesai... If you use unarmed attack, but you still have one of your weapons in your hand, you get a plus two to your AC. Nice. Okay. Now you uh, you miss. Uh, I would like to use my action church mm-hmm. and attack again. Go for it. It's a sixteen plus six, so twenty-four to hit. You hit. Mm-hmm. S- excuse me, twenty-two to hit. Either hits. Go for it. I want some sweet, like, Pirates of the Caribbean. That's Ooh, max damage. Right. 14 damage. 14 damage. Fogel gets hit. So, Fogel, you get stuck right in the ribs as it goes deep into your midsection from a pike you didn't see coming, and it mm-hmm. pulls out from your ribs. You're bleeding down your waist. All right. Your men attack. One of them attacks uh, one, of, one of the men you fled from. Hits. Four damage. Kills that one. Dane, one of your able-bodied men, attack one of Fogel's men that you are originally engaged from and got opportunity attacks on you. One of your men jumps to your side and attacks them, killing one. The captain gets up and attacks Fogel with a 17 is a miss. So he swings his uh, he swings his axe and narrowly misses right over your head, Fogel. Alright, it is now. Fogel's crew's turn. Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to... Um, so I have both the captain on me and the... Where, where is my first mate? He attacked... Um, he's close to you. He attacked uh, Dane and missed. Okay. Um, I... Your, your other... Your other... Your other two are fighting with his men. Um, I, I yell at my first mate to... Because uh, he's the one with the long sword. And I was like, come help me! Mm-hmm. And then, so I want him on his turn to. Uh, I don't know if he's gonna attack the captain or Dane. I don't really care. You can just tell him. Um, so just tell me who you want him to. It's attack. like, uh, you take the captain. I'm gonna take Dane. Okay. So I go up to Dane and I'm gonna uh, get some hits on you, boy. So I'm gonna use my rapier and take a shot at you. That is a twenty-five to hit. Hit. Right, you hit. Okay. So that is six damage. Six damage. You're up to 18. Then I'm going to use my Fury of Blows to do two unarmed attacks on you. So is that it? 
that's a key point. Yep. So okay. I only have two left after that. So this is a fourteen to hit. It's a yes. miss. All right, and then I'm gonna chains off your armor. That one's a six. Then that's twelve to hit. So that's a miss. So you hit him with your scimitar, and then your your kick and punch kind of bang off of his armor. All right, your um, your your right hand man attacks the captain. You rolled a two. He misses. Fantastic. All right, your other men, Fogel, your men attack uh, uh, Dane's uh, one of his last two men by his side. Boom! Crit twenty. Ooh. Kills him. So your last uh, crew member has gone down. It is just now. Um, Dane, it is just you and the captain versus Fogel and his three men. And your last man attacks and misses with a three. Dane, your turn. Point uh, clarification, action surge is a action, not a bonus action, correct? No, oh, sorry, second win, excuse me. Bonus action, yes. Second win's a bonus action? Yeah, okay. second win's a bonus action. So I'm going to take that as a bonus action to heal 1d10 plus 4. Okay. Which brings me back 7 HP. So, you're, so you've got 11 damage on you now. All right, and then uh, take your take your action. I'm going to pike that dude, which is a 12 to hit. You miss. By that dude, you mean Fogel, right? Fogel, yes. Fogel. Fogel. Ah! Fogel. Get that shit out of here. thinking of super bad. Fogel. It is Captain's turn. Captain attacks first mate, the guy who's on him. 17 plus 4 is a hit. He attacks him with his axe. Doing... So that'd be... 11 damage. So he's still he's still doing good, but he takes a pretty serious wound across his chest from the axe. Alright. Fogel, it's your turn. You and your men's turn. Alright. Oh, did you have something? No, I just oh. cracked my neck. Uh, I lose my d20. So I guess I failed this round, yeah. and we pass over to... You drop your uh, weapon and... Really, bro? <laughs> Dookie Master. <laughs> ah! I'll never outlive Dookie Master. <laughs> okay, so I am going to, once again, grab my rapier, and I'm like, why are we doing this? That is a 16 to hit. Meets. Meets, yep. Okay. You hit him. That is 10 damage. 21 damage on you. Alright. Alright, so then I roll up again, and I um, do two unarmed strikes, blowing another key point. Crit 20. Oh, no. So two plus three, so we're looking at five plus four, so you're looking at nine more damage. You have 30 damage on you. What's your hit points? 36. And then, so I come in with another unarmed strike. That is a 21 to hit. All right, hit. you hit. And I'm going to try to just knock him out rather than kill him. If I hit him with an unarmed so strike. So you can put him unconscious and then That's what I was going to do. Like if I do. So I hit him. That's eight damage. Yep, so you go unconscious. Dane has fallen on the... On the, on the and I look over at the captain. I'm like, <clears throat> sit down. Make an intimidation check. 
That's a 20, um, 22. All right, he sits down. I'm like, sit down, don't move. No one else has to die. You're, so you've surrendered, you've, um, you've, the captain is like, ah, my men, I led them so well too. <laughs> and, I look uh, at my first mate and I was like, disarm him, lock him up with the other captain. All right, so you lock him up in there? Yeah, so they could both be drunk babies together. So he locks him up and you start hearing away and you hear a loud clattering and screams coming from inside the uh, place you locked him up at. Um, Do you want to investigate? After I hear movement stopping. It stopped. <laughs> so I open up the door. What do I see? Uh, your captain has murdered their captain because their captain was close to death. And you lock them in there together with their weapons on hand. <laughs> All right. So uh, Dane is the only survival survivor of the uh, Southern uh, Regiment in this war games turned real games. I have uh, whoever is our pseudo medic to uh, bring him back up. You, you have a cleric on. You, one of your men is a cleric, and he uh, casts uh, he casts uh, cure wounds. So you have a. Uh, Ten hit points. So you start seeing the pearly gates of Valhalla. And you're brought back to this mortal realm. And you're looking up at uh, Fogel and three men around him. You don't see your captain. And what do you do? Do I sell my weapons on me? Yeah. You never took them away. I I had everyone disarmed. I I didn't explain. I I thought, no. I didn't say it on the thing. You said the captain. You said sit down oh, okay. to the captain and yeah. take his weapons and lock him up. I'm going to draw my longsword, and I'm going to charge at Fogel. Okay. <laughs> Fathers, I'm coming to join you. <laughs> and then run for him. All right. Clippity-clop, clippity-clop, clippity-clop. Has oh, his little pig legs come at you. Hold a hit. That's a 21 to hit. Yeah, that hits me. You hit. And D10 again, because it's two-handed. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so 12 damage. Okay. So you're up to 28 damage. What's your hit points? I have 12 left. Okay. All right. Your turn. All right. What would you like to do? Um, I'm just going to... He's charging me, and I tried to save his life, but it looks like he wants to finish it off, so I'm just going to kill him. Okay. So <laughs> I have my rapier out and go again, so that is a... That's a 22 to hit. Yeah. Hit. Um, looks like I hit him with 9 damage. He has one hit point left. Okay. And I'm going to use a key point to Fury Blows him. Um, that one's a miss. How many key points do you get? This is my last and Those two missed. So. All right. So he's got one hit point left. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> um, None of your men react this turn because they're all busy. One was loading them up. Okay. So Glory! Five, five, four, and eight is what I rolled for them for their perception checks. Great. So, uh, Just as good as you my go, So you go again. All right. That's a 20 to hit. Yep. To hit. Roll your damage. That's 10 damage. No, excuse me, nine damage. I'm still up. So you got three hit points left? Three hit points. All right, your turn. So two lieutenants are both just hacking away at each other, both within <laughs> death's clutches. All right. Um, yep, I go ahead and uh, take another swing with my rapier. 17 plus 6. You, how do you kill him? 
Because he has one hit point left. Uh, Your pluses would kill him. So what I do is I stick him right here in the neck. I pull it out. And I whisper to his ears. And I was like, we are brothers. (laughs) Why did you do this? Last words. Thank you. And then I fall back. And I just toss him into the water. Alright, you've done it. The North has fought the has fought the South and come out the victor. Um, they stayed within the center of the map, jostling for position, setting up <laughs> Navy SEAL traps on different islands, and and uh, sending away teams to uh, scavenge the the uh, sunken ship for treasure, coming away with a plus one longsword. And uh, they had some good back and forth, and a critical, critical success grapple got the South the upper hand in boarding their ship. But um, the the uh, the more men, the men that the no- the more <laughs> the men that the North had proved victorious, and even with a last ditch effort after being restored by the grace of Fogel, uh, Dane charged him, leaving him with a scar across his face that will live there forever before slipping in to meet his ancestors in glory and honor. Alright, guys. What, so the, the iron cod piece was the victorious the iron ship. Co- the iron cod piece of the north. So do they take the bearded lady as a, a spoil? Or do they just leave it there to slowly sink into the no, it actually it never sunk. It's just engines were done. So after seeing the the bloodshed, um, the the kings of the north and south, not just the generals of these, have put a stop to these war games and started to continue this truce between the north and south, knowing. Um, uh, Maybe it wasn't disbanding. a good idea to have war games during the truce. <laughs> yeah. Disband so uh, stripping uh, the North's captain from rank as his hot-headedness uh, caused this destruction of a uh, ally and elevating Fogel heavy back to captain for his for his attempts to. Uh, to solve this peacefully both at the feast and on the battlefield. Headline to Tables created by me, Christopher Patton, and Dungeon Master Wes Lytle. All the background music you hear in the show is by Kevin McLeod, and you can hear more of his awesome stuff at incompetech.com. 